Have you ever eaten a half-baked angel food cake? Real question. Have you ever eaten a half-baked angel food cake? No, I heard that out loud too. (laughs) I have. Now, somebody gave one to me, and it's okay. It wasn't a joke or anything like that. Just the recipe went wrong. And so I looked at it, and it was, it was kind of flat. And I went, is this an angel food cake? Isn't it supposed to be fluffy? And then I kind of investigated a little bit further, and there were like this concentrated mass of flour and sugar. I thought, i got to try this. <laughs> so I did. I tasted it. And I was like, mmm, this is pretty good. And then I thought, you know what? I bet you that maybe this cake was not in the oven long enough, and all it needs to do is be baked a little bit more. So you know what I did? I put it in the microwave. <laughs> and guess what happened? Yeah, it, it didn't, the cake didn't rise, and, and it was kind of even more concentrated in terms of that dough and sugar. Okay, so that didn't work out. A half-baked angel food cake. It's a phenomenon but it isn't very complete or interesting. Half-baked. Keep that in your mind. Half-baked. Okay, so we go to the gospel today. And besides the gospel, the first reading too, is talking about eating at a banquet. In the gospel, it is the wedding banquet of the Son. The king is asking all kinds of people, all of his subjects, to come to the wedding banquet. And you know, that would be like the event of the year, if not the event of the century, for something like that to happen. And he wasn't being stingy in terms of the people that he was inviting. But then you heard the responses. Some of them just walked away. Some of them said, oh, I've got other things to do. Don't bother me with that. Others said, well, I really don't care. What? The king, he's inviting you to a banquet. And you don't care? I mean, you're going to have rich food and drink, just like Isaiah was talking about the banquet on the mountain in the first reading. This is going to be sumptuous and great. You're going to be fed, and it's, it's, it's wonderful. No, 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 I don't really care. Uh-huh. And some people, as you heard in, in, the, in the gospel, they even killed the people who went to give them the invitation. Now, that's going to an extreme, because they just didn't want to hear the invitation, and they didn't want to go to the banquet. And I'm going to propose to you that's because they were half-baked people. Now, if we want to just kind of get a little bit more deeply into the gospel for just a second, just a second. Jesus was talking to the religious leaders of his day, and they were the people who were refusing the invitation. And he's also talking to the people, the children of Israel of his day, and they're the ones who rejected the prophets that were in their midst. And some of the prophets, they killed, okay? So Jesus was trying to make a point. Uh, You've been invited, but you just keep refusing. So we're going to invite everybody, like you heard towards the end of the parable. Okay, back away from that just a second, because what we want to do is apply this parable to ourselves, okay? Or to our society today. And so think about this, think about this. We could conclude very validly that the current philosophy of our day is what I'm going to coin the phrase and say, 
It's a cemented, cemented self-centeredness. A cemented self-centeredness. It means that, that, that we're being evangelized with the messages that you just pay attention to yourself. And you pay attention to what fulfills you, what makes you happy. You have your own truth, all of those kind of things. And, and you have a right to cancel people if they don't agree with you, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, you're just you're your own person without reference to God and without reference to others, unless they agree with you, and then it's okay. We live in a cemented, self-centered world. And that makes a lot of half-baked people. Now, if I can stretch that cake analogy just a little bit further, you know, what makes the, what makes the angel food cake rise? Well, you whip in oxygen and, and egg whites and that kind of thing, and, and, it, and it rises. And for us, as God has created us, we're not to be that sugary blob of ourselves, but rather that we're to rise above and outside of ourselves with the help of the grace of God and the Holy Spirit so that we're not stuck or cemented on ourselves. The Spirit is the, is the wind, is the, the egg whites, if you will, the oxygen that invigorates our lives. And in, we won't be open to it if we're cemented to ourselves. And we see the effect of that self-centeredness today. It's unsavory, and deep down we don't like it. And if we're like that, I'm not saying you are, but just say, if we're like that, we'll tend not to like ourselves either. So what to do, right? Go back to the gospel and the first reading and recognize that you tonight have responded to the wedding invitation of the king to banquet with his son. Because if the king is a father, then the son is Jesus. And we're at the banquet meal right now. We not only celebrate the wedding of Jesus with our human flesh, so he's fully God and fully man, but we celebrate the bond that tied Jesus to us so tight, tightly that it can never be broken. And that is the bond that he has with us, the wedding, if you will, that he has with us on the cross. Our sins are forgiven. New life is breathed into us through forgiveness and the gift of the resurrection of Jesus. This is what we're celebrating tonight because this is the wedding banquet. And every time we get together at Mass, we're at the wedding banquet. And as Isaiah described the banquet, he was saying on this holy mountain, as Isaiah described it, we have the best of foods, and that's Jesus himself, his body and blood, soul and divinity. God could not give us anything better than that. So we have the best of foods. We have the richest of foods. And we also have this, this 
inspiration that comes to us from Jesus. Remember, remember he said that, that on this holy mountain, God will wipe away the tears in people's eyes. That's a healing kind of thing. And, and, and that on this holy mountain, death will be no more. And that helps to orient us as we celebrate Jesus here with us. That helps to orient us to eternity. When we look forward to there's going to be death no more, and all of our tears will be dried, dried and wiped away. That's what we're doing, and that's what we're saying, because it's true, here at this banquet. Huh. Didn't realize so much was going on in terms of being here at the wedding feast. So I'm, I'm going to conclude with this with you guys. We talked about how destructive being a half-baked is and being cemented to one's self, not oriented to God and also to others. You know, when people come here to Mass, it's great that they do, it's great that they do, but when people come here to Mass, sometimes I, I, I hear after Mass, well, I didn't get anything out of that. I didn't get anything out of Mass. We hear that a lot for whatever reason. I didn't get anything out of it. Hmm. Well, when you think about this banquet, we respond to the invitation. We're first giving of ourselves because we say yes. We're giving of ourselves to God, not getting, but giving. And in our self-giving, we don't get, but we receive as a gift the bounty, the goodness, the graciousness, the fullness of God. Let's not come to the banquet to get, but to give and receive. That's not being half-baked or cemented to oneself. That's being ready to say yes to the invitation.